We're here at Aquashella with my guy. I've been waiting so long to tell this story and I'm finally gonna tell it. I'm, I'm gonna tell this story before you even get an opportunity to speak because I, I get to kind of sing my own praises here for a second. I'm sitting here with George Coralfish 12G. We are at Aquashella in the fish tube, fish stream booth. But I need to tell a story that happened like eight years ago. I'm down in my basement. I belong to this exclusive Facebook group. And if you see me looking over here, George's girlfriend is over here and I, th that's, that's what's going on there. But uh, exclusive YouTube group. Only the select few people are involved in this group of fish keepers. And I said to this group, I said, listen, there's this kid. He's like 15. I know, you know, it's a kid. I get it. But this kid has charisma. He's got, he's got that star power. He's a saltwater channel, but he's going to be, he's going to be a big timer one of these days. And I told these clowns that I was in this group with about this kid. And they were like, mm, I don't know. You know, it's a kid. What do kids know? Probably can't really add anything to the conversation because this was all about YouTube. It was a YouTube group. And I said, listen, we need to let this kid in. I think they eventually let the kid in, but then he went off to college to play basketball and get educated. And we lost him and the group disbanded anyway. It was no big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, that kid, if you didn't figure it out by now, was this guy that is sitting here with me here today. Coralfish 12G, George, I was right. You were right. I, I was you, right. You were one of the believers from the beginning, so I give you all the credit where, where it's due. You would not be where you are today had it not been for my influence. That's I, I don't know about that, <laughs> uh, but I do remember you. I remember you reaching out via email, and probably one of the only reasons I do remember your email is because in the little circle thingy of the email, you actually had a profile photo. And so that's okay. how I'm able to like remember, oh, that's who you know John was. And like, but back then, yeah, I, I was mostly doing product reviews and I, you know, it's just crazy. I, I was thinking about that when I was talking to you yesterday. Uh, you know, where the channel started and, you know, where it's gone. It's, it's been a long journey. So it's, it's great that there's people around that remember where I started, where I came from. Yep. It's great. And you, you kind of, you slowed down a little bit when you were in school, right? Mm -hmm. But then after college, uh-oh, look out, this kid blew up. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think it was like right towards the end of my college experience that I started really getting comfortable with who I was as a person and what I was into, which was aquariums. And I finally just said, hey, like I'm going all in on this and I don't even care anymore, you know, who sees it, what sees it, you know, it's fine to me. Like I, I love the hobby. And uh, so yeah, my senior year is when I started taking it seriously. And luckily enough, I was able to, you know, take, get enough, get enough momentum right before I graduated to be like, okay, I'm gonna do this going out of college. So. I don't know. I feel lucky. I feel very lucky that it all worked out that way. But we were doing, we started Aquashella technically when I was still, you know, a, and my junior year of college. So, wow. Yeah. He's got ambition. See, if those guys, if they knew what I knew back then, they would have immediately let him into the group. Uh, but I think we did let you into the group. But, uh, but then, you know, 
the group lasted like another two weeks and then it was over. Uh, the Inglorious Aquarium Bastards was the name of that Facebook group. It was ridiculous. Who else was uh, in that group? I, I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember. You can't remember? It was... You know, people that aren't even around anymore. Isn't it crazy? And look at us. Isn't it crazy how much YouTube has changed? It's, since it then? is. Like, it is it's absolutely actu- crazy. It's gone through, I feel like, multiple generations, like multiple, or not generations necessarily, but multiple phases. And the fact that you and I are all just still here, still doing it, it's kind of crazy. What's it? I give no. a lot of credit to you. Because uh, well. I'm feeling it now. The older you get, the harder it is to sort of reinvent it yourself and yeah. keep up with the change. It is, it is definitely hard. Uh, and, you know, I've just entered the world of Koi, which is oh, yeah. what primarily I wanted to talk with you about here today. And, and that's what I've found is opening up new opportunities is kind of what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you're my age and you have a 1,500 square foot building full of aquariums, there's not a whole lot you haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do I come up with new ideas at this point? And so, thankfully, I dug a big old hole in the ground and uh, and put some koi in there and some goldfish. Well, you probably don't know the story. I'll fill you in as we go on. But uh, but it's been a huge. It's a, it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Even though we're keeping fish in captivity, it's kind of the same drill. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new world, and you are very fluent in that world. You have two ponds, mm-hmm. and one of the. So I'm, I'm going to set the table here. This guy's got like 1.6 million subscribers. Odds are you've seen his channel. Uh, again, I was right. I knew that was going to happen before he did. Uh, but if you haven't, he's got a beautiful outdoor pond, very similar to mine mm-hmm. in size. What, what is your size? The outdoor pond's probably like 1,500 gallons. Yeah, that's right around where mine yeah. is. It's a 10 by 14 or something like that. I love it. Me too. I, I went to the pond guys. I went to Greg's CEO at Aquascape Bank, and I told her, I said, hey, this product that you guys make, now I understand why this your company is an X million dollar company. I, like This product, I absolutely love. Yes. I would pay every penny for this pond because it just, when every time I go outside, it just makes my day. And I, agree. I enjoy it so much. And I love just going out there, feeding the fish, looking at the fish. And the way my mom i'm very lucky my mom who came to japan to pick out fish with me and that was part of the whole series she's done she just naturally likes gardening and she you know put in all these plants around the pond and watching them all grow in like now the pond really looks like its own little ecosystem yep it's it's like after three years now three four years it's been you know and the perennials come up every year it's unbelievable to just go out there and 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 see how much how natural it looks before it just felt kind of like a big you know, uh, pile of rocks, pile of rocks and water. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But if you do a good job planting stuff, the ferns mm-hmm. and all the, the moss, oh my gosh, I have to like prune the moss. Yeah. Like the prune stuff. So, yeah. I mean, mine's only a couple of months old, mm-hmm. but it's still, how big is it? Is the same, same size. Yeah. It's uh, 10 by 14, but then we have almost like an upper pool mm-hmm. part of the waterfall. It's like a stream. Yeah. Um, and then they put one of the, slate stack spheres in there uh-huh. so i've got that in the middle of that stream it's really really cool um they did a great job on it it's it's one of greg's kits mm-hmm. that one of greg's local contractors to me came and, and put out uh easton outdoors big shout out to them they did an amazing job and even better than that they contacted me it was literally the day the pond was done and said hey we've got an angle on some rescue fish 
uh, one of their customers gave their number to a That's lady nice. who had just bought a house. There was a huge pond in the backyard that they weren't interested in. Mm-hmm. So they, it was a young couple. They just bought the house. And so the, the previous owners had just let it get overgrown and nasty. The water was black. Oh, wow. It was horrifying. And so we showed up there. We knew there was some koi in there and then a bunch of other stuff, but we had no idea. Ended up being four very large koi and 24 goldfish. Wow. So Yeah, a lot of people throw the goldfish in their ponds and they just kind of... See what happens. See what happens, yeah. It happens a lot for sure. I mean, what was I going to do? I wasn't going to be like, no, I'm not taking the goldfish. I'm just taking the prize fish. So they're all in there. And it's, it's kind of cool, though. I'm sure you, they look nice. It's neat. I love it. Colorful. Right? And it's, you got a lot of stuff swimming in there, which is cool. The 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 goldfish are more active than the koi. Are they like comet goldfish, yeah. I think? They're just, yeah. yeah. Probably feeders. Yeah. And they just threw a whole bag full of them in there and, and let them do their thing. Yeah. Uh, we've got some babies, you know, fry that are in there. So it's, it's really fun. But the whole thing that we had, uh, Lisa bought five feeder fish for a dime a piece and we've raised them up to where they're like 10 inches long now they were originally going to go in there uh-huh but no more room there's no more room plus if we throw those five in there they would just get lost they would intermingle with all the rest we wouldn't be able to pick them out so we're already talking about pond number two mm, yeah that's greg always says big bigger biggest yep so I, I don't know. That's how it goes with ponds. I'm on my second, and I already want a third, bigger one. Yep. So. I, and I've got five acres that's oh, yeah. all perfectly flat. So sky's the limit on my property. But yeah, oh, yeah. I'm actually thinking uh, possibly even involving uh, maybe Tanner Serpa, Joey, mm. get somebody and just do a DIY pond. A just, DIY pond? Just for the goldfish. Oh, man. You got some – you got uh, – that that's hard, but I mean, I get like if you go, you you could pull it off with some help, I think. But now I see I'm so bad at that kind of stuff. I would never attempt it. Now but that let could me, be a lot of fun for you. Let me and be a really clear good though. Series of content. I'm not talking about seven and eight hundred pound rocks. I'm talking more of like a just like a like a square big box DIY. Yeah, I don't want to just go straight liner. I would want to put gravel and stuff in there, and maybe uh-huh. a few big rocks. But nothing where I'd need to rent an excavator and all of that. Plus, my neighbors have excavators. So, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I say that now. I'm sure I'd regret doing it. But the idea would be to to build a cheap pond that still looks nice mm-hmm. for the 24 goldfish that we saved out of that pond. Yeah. And then put Lisa's feeder fish in with the koi. So you really haven't gotten into, like, the koi hobby because you're sort of gifted or rescued these koi and your pond is almost full now right it's definitely full now so yeah you you didn't get the bug yet you didn't get the itch when you start buying koi is when you start oh i have the itch you do there's just nothing i can do about it right now Uh, (laughs) man i went crazy it was like i'd say it was like it was like a three or four month period where i just all i was doing every night was going to these koi websites and just like scrolling i mean i would call it as close to like an addiction as you can get like a shopping addiction i get it i mean and i'm not that type of person because with coral i kind of went through that phase already i remember what that felt like when i was just like kind of always hunting for coral and looking for coral to buy but then eventually i just sort of got desensitized to coral probably because i was coming to so many trade shows and seeing so much coral i was like okay i don't 
like I've seen it all I've now. Seen it all. Yep. Yeah, with Koi, I have not quite seen it all, and you just never know what you're gonna get. And now that I've just got that itch. Well, so. and you you've been able to take that itch and do with it way more than most people can. You've traveled quite literally all over the world. Yeah. I mean, I've seen koi ponds now and like I've seen like insane koi collections in uh, Singapore, Japan, obviously, Dubai, you know, England, the Netherlands. Uh, I've just seen I've been really lucky to just find these koi owners all uh, all over the world who love the hobby as much as I do, have deep pockets and they build some crazy ponds and have some super expensive koi. I've watched quite a few of the videos and I and I've wondered how do you even come in contact with these people? Like are they advertising that are they like Andrew Sandler and like their pawns are all over the internet and uh, that's how you knew or I was told once that you think with your eyes, not with your brain. And it's like you just sort of see when like you're you're kind of, those things that you're thinking about you're looking for constantly, right? And so it's like whenever, I don't know, maybe it's the algorithms, they know me well, but I just find these in crazy koi ponds <laughs> where I find these people who tell, who are also in the koi who tell me about these crazy koi ponds. And that's just usually how I find them. But I, I don't know. I've also, I find myself in some of the strangest places sometimes, you know, like I'll be in some random Thai, farm in Thailand. And so I, there's a lot of times where I legitimately don't, re, like, don't know how I got there. It's like on the the day of, they're like, hey, I know this place. Do you want to go? It's like, yeah, sure. So I I think it's just I'm always open. I think it's like I'm always open to saying yes. I say yes to most things. I think I saw, I think it was your channel. Did you end up going to like a a flower horn farm? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. He had converted an entire apartment complex into a flower horn farm. Like you would go up four flights of stairs and like where there are normally a rooms there's just fish tanks in there and <laughs> oh my god i mean crazy that is crazy. wild so and the koi farms those farms i've seen a lot of fish farms uh-huh. and they're amazing mm-hmm. i've been to fish farms they're amazing but those koi, koi farms it almost doesn't even look real it's like a whole wave of fish yeah. at feeding time i mean that that is absolutely bananas and the fact that you were able to get access to those mm-hmm. i mean you're a big shot so that's how it happened but that's that's really really cool um it I, just dep- I feel like it just depends too i feel like uh like i was talking with you about it's like i when i started doing product reviews did i ever imagine that i'd be like in a uh, koi farm in some weird exotic country it's like no <laughs> i really didn't so I think I, I think what I encourage people to do and sort of like maybe how I is like just follow that curiosity. So it's like I was curious about koi and that just sort of leads me to these places. You know what I mean? And I think people would also be surprised how how willing other people are to show you their things if you just ask them. Like one of the things that I do on my channel, I feel like that in real life and normal life is sort of frowned upon is like I'll ask people point blank like, how much did this cost? How much did that fish cost? I'm glad you do that. You know what I mean? And most of the times they're happy to be honest, like that someone asked. They're like, yeah, I spent this much. And I'm yep. like, was it worth it? And they're like, yes, I love it. So it's, you know, I, I kind of, I probably, you know, I like to ask questions and get into to the, you know, people's minds about why they why they choose those fish or why they buy the things they do. And 
most of the people it. that I've seen you deal with in these videos that have these amazing ponds in their, in the, on their properties and stuff, they're people that are more my age, you know, older people. And I mean, if I paid a lot of money for something and you're here raving over it and you ask me how much it costs, I ain't gonna have a problem telling you. Yeah. Yeah, this thing cost me whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm sure I'll tell you because I'm proud of what I've done. And yeah, exactly. It seems like those guys are, are that way too. And I don't blame them one bit. But there's another amazing koi pond. Again, another project that the good folks at Aquascape got involved in. And that's a pond in your basement mm -hmm. of your folks' house. Yeah. I asked you this last night. I said, I've got kids that are your age. Mm -hmm. I've got kids that are older than you. If they came to me, I don't have a basement because I live in North Carolina. But if they came to me and said, hey, we want to build a big giant pond in your basement. I said, get out of here. Beat it. What are you crazy? No way. How did you? It's a beautiful house that you live in. Your parents live in. How did you convince them to let you do that? I didn't convince them. I just did it. <laughs> so I think I have always leaned on, uh, you know, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky. I mean, I, did I think my parents were going to kick me out or, you know, evict me? <laughs> I mean, no. So I'm very lucky. I have good parents. They're, they're just, I'm very lucky that they're good people and they, they, they also want me to chase my curiosity. They want, they've always wanted me to chase my passion. They've always encouraged me to, you know, go after things I want to do. And so I think there was a small part of my dad who, even though he was definitely upset, felt, you know, happy to see me going for it and taking, taking, you know, trying to taking the opportunity. So, you know, I think it, do they, do they, my mom loved it. But my dad was definitely, it's taken some time for him to, and I had to also get some dehumidifiers down there because it is a lot of water. Right. It's, I kid, it is a lot more water than it looks like in any video, the videos I posted. Do you it have any idea of how many huge. gallons? It's like 2,500 gallons. What? Dude, it's like, if you see it, it looks more in person like a swimming pool than it does a pond or an aquarium. Wow. Like it feels like a big old, like, hot tub like an oversized hot tub so, that's wild yeah I, I mean and it's not like it's just a stack of cinder blocks with a couple of acrylic panels like it's a it's a dramatic beautiful yeah piece. so we just redid it and turned yeah. it finally and it looked good I when wanted. you first did it but when then it when ed got involved that then man, it went next level ed the palm professor is genius genius one of the nicest most smartest people i think I've ever met. He is unbelievable that the things that he can do and turn into real life. I mean, so without him, I give him all the credit on that. He, I had a vision for it, but him and you know, the team at Aquascape couldn't have done it without those guys. It is, it is amazing. I was, I was so happy to see that. I mean, it's not that what you did first looked bad, but to see them come in and be like, all right, let's take this thing up to yeah. the next level. That was that was awesome. So and originally for that pond though, there was only supposed to be like one window, and like when we got there on the day of, I was like, Ed, no, I, I want like two windows. I want a window on each side. And he just looked at me like, Are you serious? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> like there needs to be two windows. This is how I want it to be. And he's just like, Okay. He's like, Let's do it. And Make so it he, work. But on a dime, he was able to just like rework, you know, on paper, you know, how the, the whole thing would support the weight and. uh and 
so two windows it was and we just basically like really quickly ordered another big gla uh, glass window pane and it's crazy how it's much crazy. how much did those glass panels cost they probably cost i think i did so i did a breakdown at the very end of how much the whole thing cost. i remember that yeah but I don't which, recall. Which, which people really liked and honest i just wanted to be transparent with people like hey this is where i started this is like now how much this caught this is how much help i got because i wanted to be transparent that hey like I, I didn't pay the full price for this right. you know i'm i'm lucky that this is how i did it um uh, i think those glass windows were like 500 bucks each are they glass or acrylic? They're glass. Well, oh, actually, wow. we one one is glass and one is acrylic now. But they were both originally glass. I think they were like six, five, six hundred bucks each. Wow. Yeah. I thought there'd be more. Yeah. Because they're super thick, aren't they? Yeah, they're thick. They're big. And also, what you don't see is on uh, on on every side except the top. It's sort of like cut off because on the inside there's these iron, uh, uh, what's the word, brackets like holding it in. Okay. So like. It's a 10-foot panel window, but you really only see like nine feet of it because those edges are, wow, you know, on the inside only. No, that's that's really cool, and I absolutely adore your mother. I don't mean oh, to she, sound weird. I'm not trying to be weird, but she is awesome. She is. when she shows up in your videos. My mom, my mom is uh, she's the best. She is the best. I'm very lucky. I have a good mom. She drives me crazy, <laughs> uh, but I think every mom drives everyone crazy. So. It's awesome to see how enthusiastic she is about it, about the fish and supporting you. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's an amazing, as a parent of five and grandparent that, that I love seeing that. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. People don't know this, but my mom actually watches every video before it goes out and gives me like, she gives you your final approval. Huh? She gives like a final, like what she thinks. I don't, I, I don't always take it, but Oftentimes, I, you know, consider, you know, things that she was like, oh, maybe I would have done that different. So, yeah, she, she looks at stuff and she's my biggest cheerleader. She's my biggest supporter. And That's so cool. Yeah. I, I honestly, I love my mother. She was a great mother. I don't know if she's watched a single one of my videos. <laughs> yeah. I, I see her now and she's like, so you still doing that YouTube thing? I know, man. Yeah. YouTube is his own little thing. Like, <laughs> so many people are into it and love it. And, why, and then there's some people who just, like, YouTube's not a part of their daily habit, you know, and they just don't. They're not In there. 2023, they're still like, you can make money doing that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's crazy. But see, that's more my generation and even maybe the generation after me. But your generation, like, how do your friends react to the fact that you're a big time superstar international celebrity um you'd probably have to ask them but no you can tell me come it's, on it's interesting because i have like uh i have my high school friends and then because i play basketball in college i have like my college basketball teammates they have some of them are in a lot of my videos then i have like i was in a fraternity so i have my fraternity friends and then i also have all my aquarium like industry friends so i have like kind of all these different buckets of friends and um i don't know i think i think my high school friends are you know just jealous i think they're just cool they're proud and they're <laughs> happy that i've been able to like find a way to turn this into a career and but like are they confused i think absolutely they're just like wait what how but they're also the most excited people and the like the biggest supporters when aquashella comes to chicago and they all come out and they, it's like they feel you know because they they I put them on the guest list and they get to come in for, you know, and just VIP like, treatment, VIP treatment. And it's like, I tell them to bring their friends and like, they feel like, Oh, they get to bring their. So 
I think they just love it. I think that it's for them. It's just like a cool thing that, you know, that it's just that that small George kid that they were friends with in middle school or high school. Just like somehow this happened. Uh, it's so, really cool because I yeah. mean, so many. I I call people your age kids, but so many kids I talk I to, they're all like, "Yeah, I'd love to be a YouTuber," and and you are it's from a, that generation, and you are, so that's really that's neat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also it's hard because it's it's just a totally different job on in reality than what you think it is. Oh, I know, you know. <laughs> so, I think um, I think that most people they look up to that job and they kind of want it or they admire it but maybe they don't realize just how much goes into it uh it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff it's a lot of like a lot of time on your own you know just grinding so and it's something that i also like i'm more of an introvert i'm probably more introverted than people think i am and so to me that was always something i was doing in college like i was always editing while my some of my teammates were just hanging out and stuff i don't you know i'd be editing videos and stuff so yeah well, it worked out pretty well for you, I'd say. Uh, and and you're, you're one of so many people in our community. And I, I like to lump freshwater, saltwater ponds, all of us together. You're like the youngest one that has maybe is, is Kafaro younger than you? I don't Paul, know. Yeah, he's younger. He's like 20. He, he is a kid. Not really. He's like 22 or 23. Okay. It amazes me how young he is. He's it's insanity. Most of the people that are on the platform that are larger channels are old people and it's nice to see you young bucks out there doing your thing it's appreciate it we had good people to look up to because like for real if it weren't for channels like yours and like uh shout out mr saltwater tank tv and shout out uh like i could go down the list of all these niche saltwater channels that like i looked up to which is why i wanted to do youtube in the first place so it's honestly it's like you guys are you're the reason that we that I got into it in the, in the first place. So, well, but you know, and you what? guys have also been some of the, the biggest mentors for for us young but it, people. It goes both ways, though, because I I watched your stuff now, and I've known you since you were yeah a long you time, know, a little kid. Not known you, but knew you online. So I have no reason to brown nose you here now. But I'm I'm inspired when I watch your videos now. So it, it's like a full circle thing. Yeah. Uh, I think you're just being nice if you say we. I inspired you back in the day, but no, it's true. It really is. It's true. It it is a full circle thing. If that's true, and I appreciate it very much. I'm I'm glad I was able to do that. And now I'm watching your videos, and I'm like, look at him go. Yeah, I, and I'm and awesome. I'm watching this new wave of creators and going doing the same thing, right? And going, wow, look at these young kids. Like, look, whoa. Look at That's what why these new people are doing. This Isn't is never going to go away. It's no. People worry about it. This is never going to go away because there's always going to be that next batch. There's always going to be old timers like me hanging around yeah. saying, get off my lawn. But then there'll be the next batch of young bucks coming up. And uh, I think our hobby is going to get bigger and bigger because of it. Because oh, of all sure. of the exposure that there is. And speaking of that, you have this bright idea with a, another young man named Sean Hale back in... 2017, 20, 2017? 2018, 2018. The first show was in 2019, 18, though, right? 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't make it to the first one. Yeah, so you were at the first one in tw- uh, 2019. Right. That and was Texas, At your folks' right? place or your family's yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the first one. I've been to every single Isn't one ever crazy? since. crazy, 2018? Yeah, it's like five years, man. It's insane. I mean, we did have that little break in there that... Uh, the COVID break. We didn't yeah. want, but... Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... The, 
what what brought this on? I mean, if we haven't been clear in this and you don't know already, Joe, Joe, hey, Joe, thanks for being on the show. George is co-owner of Aquashella with Sean Hale. Uh, how in the world did this happen? You know, sometimes I think now it's there's it's just been so much time. Now it's just been so much time since we started it that you can forget it's very easy to forget where it came from and how it started. But like this was an idea that, you know, two young hungry people who like loved aquariums and just wanted something bigger and more fun for the aquarium hobby. Like I was going to other aquarium expos and they just felt like they needed some sort of a refresh. It needed to feel like something I, as a young kid, like, you know, wanted like, thought was really cool and wanted to go do and could bring my friends to. And so like going back to like, now that my friends come, like I wanted to make something that, you know, anybody could come do and really get inspired. And regardless of their indoor aquariums or not, just think it's super cool and fun. So, uh, you know, we had this idea and, you know, thank God, like Sean has just been an execute executor extraordinaire in being able to like, you he know, make stuff happen, make stuff happen, make ideas come to life. Yep. And uh, I call it like lightning in a bottle. I call it rocket fuel. You have, you know, great vision, great execution. And and um, and we've just been really lucky that things other people have believed in you know what we've wanted to do here and it's crazy it's crazy i i get asked because i'll talk to people that are not fish keepers and they don't understand what i do for a living and and uh they'll i'll say yeah you know i travel all over the country and they're like where do you go and i said i go to these shows and they ask me to describe it like is it a convention oh, yeah and i say i know you call it a festival mm -hmm. which i think is appropriate but i say it's a celebration of this hobby. Sure. It's, a, it's not absolutely. a place you go where people's got their thumbs up their butts and they're walking around like this is a fun thing. It's a, it's yes. a, it's an exciting party, not that kind of party, but a party like we're celebrating how amazing this hobby is. Absolutely. And I, I well done. <laughs> I Thanks. Mean, well, th and believe me, all, everybody who comes to the event in one way or another is a part of adding to that celebration. And like, you know, Sean and I have talked to before about just like all of the like, you know, because creators come to some of the events. They don't come to every single one of them. And, you know, people kind of come to the ones that when they can. And we were just talking about how, you know, there's so many creators that different creators like you that have helped push, you know, this event and grown it and gotten people to want to come and get excited about that celebration. And um yeah, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of people who really care about aquariums and just want to have fun and, and celebrate it. So well, and I, as far as Aquashella goes, I'm about to give you uh, probably the biggest, the the best compliment you could receive. And again, I'm not brown nosing. I mean, it's I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, I've gone to other shows that are not Aquashella, and I went to one early this year and it was a very good show it was really really nice and about halfway through walking through it i said this is like a mini aquashella and to me the fact that you have other show creators that are kind of modeling i, I know you might look at that as a threat but to me that's a humongous compliment yeah it's like being uh it's like being kleenex right you're the yeah 
you are the name brand yep, and absolutely. people are trying to emulate you and your your name is yeah so i i take it as a compliment there was an event in uh, the netherlands that like basically did uh kind of like a mini aqua crib and yeah it's kind of like a it's like a compliment you know it's like wow like that this works you know so well that other people want to do that too and um so yeah i mean create creativity is uh creativity is all around and there's you know there's always new things coming up and it's like i don't want to be the person who just, you know is stifling someone else's creativity and <laughs> by no means is aquashella like its own brilliant new invention of its like you know there's always been aquarium conventions and sean and i the reason never we, been like this though but so sean and i you know we went to a lot of aquarium conventions uh before this one and you, you know the 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 concept of people coming and having booths and stuff that that you know it's something that we took and we're like just how can we make it better how can we make it more fun so i think that's always what it is you know it's like how can you just take it to the next level right you know what's next how how do you you know reinvent it and we're 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 constantly doing that with this event is just trying to figure out what's next including changing locations you've been in orlando every year yeah. since 2021 and now we're in daytona beach yes sir uh we we took this year off in chicago we're not going to talk about that but we're coming back to your neck of the woods next year yeah i think it's going to be big too because people uh in chicago now didn't have one this year right so i think people will be very hungry in in chi town to chicago's to always a good story a good show it's, it's always a good one yeah, I mean, it's. I think it just Chicago is one of those cities that you have to time it up right. You know, you have to get it the right season and the good, and a good date for it. Because, like, I'm from Chicago, and if you try to, if you try to get me to go indoors to a, an aquarium convention in like the summertime, like I just, I don't really want to. I want to be out outdoors. I want to be going to like sporting events. I want to, so, I think I think it's just been figuring out like when people want to, you know, to do it. The aquarium hobby is seasonal. That is like a real sure. thing. So. Yeah. See, I'm on the other side of that because I'm like, I live in the South. So I'm like, I've got to go to Chicago in the wintertime. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. But of course I'm going to go because I love being up there. And it's, it, we've always had a lot of fun in Chicago. And uh, I've been to every one in Chicago since you've been. Ch- Chicago's the, yeah, the very first one. So it, it kind of holds like a special place for our company, I think. And. And, uh, now, see, I'm confused. You did one in, in Chicago in 2018. Yeah. And then you went to Dallas. In 2019. And, and then, then again in 2019, Chicago. Okay, so see, I've been lying to everybody this whole time. I, so I went to the second one in, Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah. I didn't make the first two. Because yeah, I was man. actually away from YouTube at the time. That first one was crazy. I if saw I, it. I would love to just be a fly on the wall at the first one and just, like, watch, watch it. Because... Uh, you could, I think you could make a, a movie or a documentary about that. <laughs> it's just insane. What, it, it, how the humble, the humble beginnings of Aquashella. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so. that, that place, I mean, I know that somebody in your family owns that, that facility, um, but it's a completely different experience being in Schaumburg. But I kind of liked the intimacy and the tight, you know, although. It was fun while it lasted. I don't know if I've ever told you this. It's one of those kind of places. I didn't even know there was a separate saltwater section until like three o'clock Sunday afternoon. Oh, on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize there was a whole nother yeah. spot. It was like it was basically a. It was like, like two shows almost. Yeah, it was like a 
basically it's like if you took a kind of a mini convention center and it was just like we used all of the rooms in the entire building so it was a scattered it was a little bit of a maze but it was humble beginnings man it was great humble beginnings. I mean, we were storing stuff in the basement of that place and yeah I, I, again i think it's just people forget like people forget how amazing it is that we're in this like <laughs> 100,000 square foot building. This is the biggest one we've ever done. This is going to be Daytona is going to be the largest aquashella ever. So it's in, it's insane. And it's really exciting. It's right on the water. Our hotel overlooks the water. It's like this is a this is my first time even ever being in Daytona. In Daytona. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I haven't had much time outside, but uh Daytona's a nice place and uh I yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to I think it's a good thing to try it in a new place, see what happens. Orlando was great. I mean, Orlando who doesn't was love great. Orlando? Yeah, Orlando was great. I think after COVID, our company had to make like some decisions on just where where can we do it that is cost effective for everybody? Because like one thing that you know we have to we have to make this work for 150 vendors, right? There's 150 businesses that are here. And like they need to make money and so it's just about getting things to you know at the right place for that to happen and making sure everybody wins something people don't realize about aquashella is like there's just so many spinning plates going on you know there's so many different things going on it's hard to keep track of it all sometimes but i don't know how y'all do it i gotta be honest i i get exhausted and i'm just i'm just a guest <laughs> and and y'all are running around like crazy you have a booth um, yeah, that's something new though. I start finally. I got to start just like having a booth and, you know. No, oh, that's cool. Still haven't gotten one of those Coralfish 12G shirts, but uh, you got to come into the booth and get get a piece of merch. We'll see what ha we'll have get to make that merch. happen. But yeah, I mean, y'all have done a, a great job, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been so much fun watching your ascension. Like I said, I called it, and I will never let you forget that. Slow and steady. Hey, slow and steady wins the race. Just. You know? I mean, you compare your channel to mine, though. You can't call yours slow and steady because yours was like, okay, 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 whoa. <laughs> like yeah, it just... I had a couple inflection points for sure. It's YouTube is a it's a long game, you know, and that's one of the things a lot of people don't realize. It's just like anything; it takes takes time. Good things take lots of time and patience. And I think I don't know. Maybe I just sort of taught that too from like Coral from the coral world like coral to keep it growing and koi even happy and healthy and to get them growing i mean just takes time you know yep. it takes time so it's not a, not the hobby you want to be in if you're in a hurry and youtube no, not really if you want to develop a following on youtube you can't do that in a hurry either some people get lucky and i'm in no way saying george got lucky george put in the work and he deserves what he's got you do occasionally see these kids not in our community really but you know, the startup and all of a sudden explode Boom. and they're talented. But the problem as the old man in the room, the problem I have with that is people your age see that and they say, oh, it's easy. Yeah. I can just blow up on YouTube. No big deal. Yeah. Ryan Trahan did it. Why can't I? Uh, there's a whole lot more to it than, than you might think. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Like I was saying earlier, like people just see that, you know, and it, it, it seems like, oh, that, that was so easy, you know. But Ryan Trahan was doing it like 
so many years, went through so many iterations of what, how, you know, his style and stuff. And and of course, Mr. Beast too. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. looks at oh, him like, oh, he blew up. Oh my God, that, that dude was making videos for insane ten years yeah. before he became Mr. Beast. Yeah. And he no, lives like thirty minutes from me, by the way. So another oh, reason that's why right. you should come out to my place. I'll that's think. right. He's got his uh, his big like production thing right there. Maybe right? with a channel your size, I might be able to get in there and say hi to him. So you want to know something <laughs> crazy? Something interesting is uh, our like sound and laser guy. He actually just recently, I believe, did the Mr. Beast videos with that had all the lasers in it. Really? Yes. Nice. So. Well, and a mutual friend of ours, Brian Barczyk, was on a couple of his uh -huh. videos, That's too. That's right. And Brian's done stuff with him with all the different animals sometimes he's needed. so Very cool. Yeah. YouTube is such a beautiful thing. And it's I love watching what young you, people. What, what do you watch on YouTube yourself, personally? I don't watch very much fish stuff. Yeah. I, I would imagine you don't. I watch a lot of car videos. Car videos. Uh, like I'm a big Doug DeMuro guy. Uh-huh. I watch a lot of tech videos, Marcus mm -hmm. Brownlee, Linus. Ooh, um, okay. Interesting. I love stand-up comedy. Yeah. So oh, my I'm, gosh. The comedians have been blowing up on YouTube. Yeah. And and then, uh, you know, just like everybody else, I watch a lot of true crime, true, which I oh, really hate. I don't watch true crime. I hate it, but I watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch that stuff. What about you? I've been watching, so, yeah, a lot of comedians like Andrew Schultz. And him, him and his podcast. All all the comedians' podcasts I watch. Yeah. I got tickets to see him in December. I've, I've seen him before, actually, at in Orlando before we did our last Orlando event. Nice. So I've been following him for a long time. Uh, and then I just keep up, you know, with all the big, big, huge YouTubers that are mainstream. I like just, like, seeing what they're up to and what they're doing. Uh, occasionally I'll watch a Mr. Beast video, but it's not, like, every video. Like, one in every ten videos maybe I'll watch it. Uh, I watch a lot of travel content. Because naturally, I'm very that makes sense. Yeah, very curious about traveling. Um, yeah, my my thing. favorite channel on the platform. Uh, well, I am a Casey guy. I mean, Casey, and we haven't even talked about that I know, yet. It's You've crazy. been there. I know it's crazy. I'm so glad I brought that up. I'll we show need you. to. It's insane. We need to uh, steer to the left here for a second. You were in Casey Neistat's studio. You built him an aquarium. Yep. He did a whole video about it. And I forget he named the fish like Fred and Edward, Fred. Edward, 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 right? Yeah, that guy is, and I and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. He is a god to me. Oh yeah, I know, as he is to me. So and tell me, much everyone on the platform. Tell me about that experience, Casey, dude. I, I am so lucky because I got the best version of Casey for like three days. Like I got to just hang out with him and be like his friend for you know, and he. He is, you know, Casey's someone who is kind of like, uh, he's probably, I would say, also introverted. And he, like, almost, he, he tends to be, like to be left, I think, alone and just kind of do his thing. And so it's Which not is weird because when you see him on camera, he's like, hey, good to see you. He's right. saying hi to everybody. Right. So it's like typically, you know, I don't think he's like, he wants to do collabs. He doesn't, he's usually, he doesn't, isn't normally in the creator scene. He's sort of doing his own projects and keeping to himself. And so, I, but I, he, he really came out of his shell and he had watched all a bunch of my videos and like really knew who I was, got to know me. And, and I got to spend time just kind of learning from him. And he's like the, you know, he's the godfather of YouTube. He, he invented this the vlog I, he definitely did so um i think everybody looks up to him and, and he is a god in so many ways so many ways to all of us um but just i mean being in a studio it's it's crazy it was crazy 
I dream come true for sure. The highest compliment that I could ever give to him is that he is one of the rare YouTubers that has the gift of being able to make a video about anything. Yeah. And I'm watching it and probably 10 to 12 million people are also going to be watching it. I, I will mean, say this. You can really when I when I was with him in in his studio, I mean, you he puts in a lot more work. And I don't know why I didn't expect this because he makes it look so easy on camera. But right. oh my god, that man do. puts in so much work and so much detail into everything he does. And like he was about to go shoot something and he took like this massive lens with him. And I was like, you're going to take that huge lens outside in New York City and just go <laughs> ride your skateboard. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, there's no other way you can get that shot. He's like, nah, dude, like good videos are hard. <laughs> it's like making good videos is hard work. And that's when I realized like, oh, my God, like, this guy literally is carrying around these like big, crazy lenses and you know, those shots that you see of New York City going through, you know, like right. those like far away. He's actually taking the time to like change out his lenses and like structure everything properly. And like he's every line that he's saying, he's scripting out perfectly. Like it's it's so much more detailed than you would expect because he makes it look so easy. And that's the, part the of the great his, the ones talent. do. I mean, Tiger Woods makes golf look easy. LeBron yeah. makes basketball look easy. Yeah, I'm not a LeBron guy, but, you know, I'm an MJ guy. But still, you being from Chicago, I'm sure you can relate. But. If you don't, there's something wrong with you, and I'm going to question our friendship. But uh, you have to be an MJ guy, right? I mean, oh I respect boy. them each. I respect them each for what they've done. But like, uh, I think I think if I have to go with like the goat, it's MJ. Okay. I well, think MJ is the goat. I would agree with you. Okay. But, you but, were scaring me but there for I a minute. I re I'm not like an anti-LeBron guy by any means. I I like LeBron. I actually I would say I like him. I'm certainly not a anti-LeBron guy. I'm not like a fan, but I like him. I want to see him succeed. I feel like he's he's been he's he's had a tough like. We're, he's, we've he's, gone. He's had it hard. We've gone off the rails here, but sorry, I love I basketball. No, I do too. I I'm, mean, you played. I'm stoked that basketball is back on TV now, actually, because. now see. But it's bad because I use it to procrastinate. Because you use what? I use it to procrastinate. Like, oh. <laughs> like NBA games, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch the game though. Uh, it's, so. It's kind of a bad thing, but I love it. See, I'm I'm probably your dad's age, and so I I grew up watching Michael Jordan play three or four times a week because they were on TNT and it was national. And yeah, and plus, why wouldn't you put him on TV? Yeah. So I grew up with watching Charles Barkley and Larry Bird and Mike Magic Johnson oh, yeah. and Mark. That to me was basketball at its peak, and now I'm not saying it's bad. It's different, but it's not as it's different. For sure. It's not like watching basketball in the 80s and 90s when Detroit was beating everybody up and Larry Bird was hitting threes. It was it was a different game back then. But as long as you said MJ's the GOAT, then we can, we can keep having this conversation. But what got me there was Casey Neistat does, and, and that's again, he's so brilliant at what he does that he makes his job look easy. And people see that and they're like, well, I can vlog. Yeah. No, you can't. You're not as interesting as that man is. Yeah. <laughs> Not not you, but I'm saying oh, yeah. somebody who he, has these aspirations, he makes it look easy, but it is incredibly hard. He is a master storyteller. He really is. He's. I've never wanted in my life to visit New York City. I've been to New York City, but I never want to go there for fun. But he makes me want to go there for fun. Uh -huh. And that, I, I don't know that there could be a better compliment to him. So you, you went there. It's not like you're 
you just went there and he let you in. You won yeah. some kind of contest with Joby or something? Yeah, he had a contest that was sponsored by Joby, and people submitted videos. And when I, I was like, I got an ad for it. I was like, I mean, okay, I'll submit a video. And I, I just made this video that I really thought he would like. So I didn't, I didn't submit like, uh, I was pretty strategic with the video I submitted. I didn't submit like a video of mine that had the most views or that I thought was the most popular. Like I was like, I think I know what he is going to like. I think this video, so it was this video about a coral dealer in Colombia. I thought he's going to think this is interesting. He's going to like this. So I asked the video I submitted and sure enough, he watched and was like, yeah, that I want to meet that dude. He is That's whatever awesome. this guy's doing. So, and he was fascinated that, you know, you could have a million subscribers and your content was all about aquariums. I mean, he just, he just kept like really complimenting me on that saying, it's incredible that there's that many people who want to watch this, uh, you know? So he was, he was also amazed as I am constantly by just how big this hobby is and how many people love it and how many people are into it. So, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to argue with you, but I, I think that, and this is a compliment to you. I think you probably have a lot of people watching your channel that are not fish keepers. Oh yeah. I mean, there's definitely a portion that are not fish that maybe don't have a fish tank in their house but i think there's something maybe that they're drawn to animals for one reason or another i, th I feel like a lot of people living also vicariously through you exactly with the travel and all of that exactly there's I think definitely that, some of that yeah absolutely i get you know i'll get comments sometimes like oh man i i live in i wish i could do that i live in a you know a small apartment whatever and i just one day i want to have a fish tank I just, i'm not there yet but oh that looks so fun that looks so cool so uh I think everyone, the aquarium hobby is funny because like so many people get in and out of it. There's a very high churn in the aquarium hobby. Uh, and, you know, people move houses, people change jobs. They'll kind of get out of it for a little while, but they still got that bug. It's always yeah, in Once them. you get the bug, you're like, oh, well, actually, maybe I'll just set up a new tank, you know, yep. like things are going great or whatever. So uh, I think people just are kind of tuning in and out and and that's also been you know it's the same thing with my, with my channel like and you know with your own viewers like people you know you have regular viewers but then also there's a lot of casual viewers that and there's channels like i do the same thing too where i only watch them like once a month i'll then i'll catch up on all their videos yep. or i'll pick out a couple that i want to watch so yeah we were originally talking about our favorite youtube channels and this is what got me onto my whole rant about casey and all that yeah um my favorite channel on the platform is a channel called Blacktail Studios. Okay. And this is, again, I'm not capable of doing what this guy does. So it's not like I'm watching it because I do what he does. Uh-huh. He's a woodworker, which I am a woodworker. Ooh, okay. But he's doing, like, large-scale pieces of furniture that sell for $100,000. Uh -huh. you know. But he's just so funny the way he does it, and he's, he's brilliant. He's no Casey. But he's absolutely brilliant and obviously nothing to do with aquariums. That's another thing I realized too is like genius comes in every shape, size, and form. It's just like you create creativity the way it works is like not, it doesn't even make sense. Yep. You know, people, I've just seen, you know, I, I had a dude, I don't know if you know the, the guy who watches, uh, he, uh, he like takes scoops of ice cream and throws them up. And then he'll like catch them and make ice cream on TikTok. Like, I've had I've had mo a lot of creators in the mainstream world of YouTube come up to me and tell me that they watch aquarium videos or they knew about aquarium videos, they knew about that space, and it's like, it's just been really cool actually. As now the you know just 
being able for me to like, you know, meet uh, other people who do YouTube, who like love aquariums. Like I know even, even Jake Paul, I think just got a brand new aquarium for his house in Puerto Rico. And another guy you've been to, uh, Graham. Graham oh my God. Graham loves aquariums. And he was into it like as a kid at his, it was his first job was working at a saltwater wholesaler. I saw one so. of his podcasts, the ice coffee hour. Yeah. I don't remember who he was talking to, but he was saying like the one thing he has not been super cheap on is his aquarium yeah he loves and you can fish. tell i mean that thing it is... looks really good too he, he'll he'll send me like photos and stuff from time to time and it looks great so you should try to get him to one of these man i know uh he would love it i think it's just like because i think i honestly he would probably be able to do it now because it seems like he's taking a little bit more time off from the main channel he's not like, uploading every yeah. day anymore and stuff yeah i think he's he, he likes the, you know the ability to travel and go do things but for him, it's a hobby. You know, it really is. Like, he's able to separate and be like, this is my hobby and I love it for that. But that's what would make yeah. it so much more perfect for him to come to an event like this. Yeah, he would love it. He would love it. And, he's, you know, might sell you a few more tickets, too. I'm just saying. I know. I don't think <laughs> he'd a even. a big name. I, I know. I wish we could, like. But I don't think he would want that. I think he'd really just want to walk around. Show and, up low-key. Yeah, low-key and just walk around. Buy, maybe buy some coral for his tank and, and just That'd enjoy be awesome. it. That'd but, be a yeah. lot of fun. Oh, man. It's crazy. How, how many people. And then, uh, just how many people love their aquariums and have aquariums that you don't know about I so try, many big big time people have these aquariums that i you try just to find out who know. these people are and then try to reach out and I, I i don't know who to talk to to find out who the a-listers are that have oh, aquariums. It's crazy i mean you've gotten some heavy hitters but that's uh, part of the reason too why aquashella and just the whole i think the industry absolutely is growing and especially just the last 10 years because of tv shows like tanked and youtube and stuff like the hobby, like having a fish tank now is considered a luxury thing to have in your home. It's like, a, yep. it's like, uh, you know, it's a sign of like wealth. It's a sign of, you know, being cool. So people want aquariums and aquariums are very cool right now, which is great. Which is great. I've said it a million times. It was, always. We should all, all of us be thanking Brett Raymer when he shows up to these things. Yeah. Cause what him and Wayne di Wade did it changed this industry and you know not everybody wants to admit that but it's a fact yeah oh yeah and yeah. the video that you did with him was brilliant by the way you did recently it was a lot of fun it that was, was cool it was cool to get to hang out with him like one-on-one -on -one in just like a longer because he's come to these events and i've hung out with him and stuff here but just he's in to, brett mode when he's here though yeah he's in brett mode so you kind of <laughs> get you know to like well brett's always in brett mode well there is truth to that yeah but for sure for sure he you know you're able to kind of talk to him and and he's been a good mentor and he, he's just uh he's a, he's a cool guy you know he's a cool dude and he's got good energy i i like people who have that kind of energy just lisa and i went out to dinner with him and melinda had a great time and he he is a great dude and it's you talk about back in the day you would be like would you ever imagine it's that crazy. you would be doing what you're doing i didn't say this to him because brett's ego is already enough but i'm sitting there thinking I used to watch this TV show, and now I'm sitting here at dinner with this guy. Yeah. Watching a Cowboys game. But, like, That's that right. blew he's a my mind. Yeah, he's a Cowboys fan, isn't he? He is. Yeah. I don't know what his problem is. The, yeah. Vegas has a team but he's now. But he's, he's got tickets, I think, to the Raiders. Does in he? In Vegas, yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah. He's fun. He's a lot of fun. I miss him showing up to these. He's not coming anymore. I don't know what his deal is. I think he's, he's just making pizza. Yeah, he's got his restaurants in Vegas, so he's been a little busy, I think, with that. He just opened his second location, so 
Brett's always doing something. He's always on, you know, he's an entrepreneur and, and I, that's what I like about him so much is, you know, he's an idea guy. He's a visionary guy. And so every time you see him, you're going to hear something new that he's yeah, working on. Yeah, for and sure. It usually always works. The guy knows how to build a business, make money and become internationally famous on television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that video was really fun though, man, just to like, you know, be on screen with him and to f have that, uh, kind of what's the word? Uh, nostalgia nostalgia maybe? combined with this like camaraderie and also like uh, just being able to like uh, the banter right you know like everything like the jokes and stuff we were doing on camera like having that sort of back and forth um, I think it was cool for him too because he was able to see like okay like I, I see you now like I get why you like I get how you're you know you have a channel why people like you got it too like so he's an entertainer by nature and so I think he you know he was able to go hey respect you're able to kind of keep up and it was just fun to do that with him because he's cool he's unbelievable I mean you could you you can point a camera at Brett and he'll nail it in one take yeah and so like I, that's not me like I don't I'm, I can't do that like I you know I, I'm, I'm, an, like, I'm a YouTuber. Wait a minute, what so. are we doing here? I need to know what's going on. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a YouTuber, so it's like I want, you know, I'm I'm used to more like cut and, uh, but I am I'm I am more what's the word more like, uh, like I can do things still on the fly. So, but anyways, just seeing those two worlds merge like YouTube and TV, like that was really cool. That's I think really for both neat. of us because I was able to go, yeah, you're phenomenal at this. Respect, and he was able to be like. Oh wow, this is crazy! You're just doing this with this like one camera and able to just, you know what I mean? Because he's used to having like a production crew, right? So it was cool for both people, I think. Well, it turned out to be a really good video. Uh, I enjoyed that one a lot, and all of your videos that I've seen. Uh, there was a couple you back when you were in school, like dark the dark web stuff, and I was like, all right, maybe this is too young for me. But yeah. But, I mean, everything that you've done, I, I'm not saying those videos were bad. You didn't make they those hit, videos yeah, they for hit me. Yeah, they hit de uh, different demographics. Yeah. For sure. And that's, like, intentional. And, like, I'm, yeah, like, I was talking with someone uh, here today, and they're like, so, like, what are you, like, what are you making now? I'm just like, well, it's just not serving it to you because, you know, I'm not doing as much saltwater stuff. And right. maybe now, like, every one video out of every ten is a saltwater video. But for sure, have, I have buckets of audiences. Do you so, have a schedule, or are you one of those that just when it's uh, ready? When it's it ready, that's okay. That's one of the bad things about the way I, my brain works is like I wa want it to be perfect. I want it to be. I want the story told the way I want it told, and I'm lucky that I can, you know, I have the flexibility to be like, yeah, I want to work on this for another day and make it that much better. But it's, and you're editing all your own stuff. Um, I have the final like, I mean, I. I have an editor who does the majority of it, but then like I, I'm working with him throughout the entire process and it's, gotcha. and at the end I'm doing stuff to it even until it gets posted. So yeah, I'm, I'm very involved in the editing for sure. But I've also had some really couple very good talented editors who have been able to just kind of help, help out, help relieve some of the like, I don't remember the one guy's stuff. name, but he's been at multiple Aquashellas. He's filming. Josh, Pro probably Josh. He's he has like the glasses, long hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh, yeah, he was he would ride his like one wheel around. It was really yep. funny. Yeah, yeah, they, he's, he's he's very good at what he does. He's very good, very talented, very and very fast. And one of the things like about, about Josh, like that I loved, is Josh will come up with like, like he'll come to me and be like, "Yo, there's this plugin, and like, can we buy it? Because it'll make me be able to do this, this." And I'm like, "Yeah, for <laughs> sure." 
it's really cool to see him kind of take things to the next level. Like he has, he has, uh, he found this plugin that for a really cool effect where it's like a bubble effect. So say we're looking at like a fish tank and I'm, I'm talking about one specific fish in the tank. He can, he can like have like just like a isolated bubble zoom in on just that fish and it sort of like magnifies it like almost like a magnifying glass effect. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. It like really helps cause I'm a visual guy. I'm, I've always been a visual learner and I like to have, like, I like to see things when I see things is like how I, you know, it makes me, uh, that's how I'm able to understand and digest stuff. I'm the same way. Don't, yeah. don't give me a book and expect me to read something. I need to see yeah. it. <laughs> so that's why like lately, like the last year I've been like including more animations in some of my videos. Like you'll see like maybe one or two cool animations in the documentary I made. I had like a four or five of these like cool animations. Cause I think, yeah, when you're able to visualize it for me, it just makes so much more sense. But Josh gets a lot of credit, man. You know, like, and even it's the same thing with Aquashell. There's a lot more people. There's always more people behind the scenes. Even for Casey, even for guys like Casey, he, you know, there's there's people that are helping. Right. Uh, you know. So. But you know what? That guy. The last thing I'll say, and then we we got to cut this off because we it seems like we could talk all night. The fact that he did that 800 and something day. Oh, it's ridiculous vlog and did all of his own editing and yeah it's that ridiculous. to me is the the biggest accomplishment anybody's ever had on youtube yeah even more than mr beast squid game i mean that that was that changed the platform and you youtube should he should own part of youtube i for know that. right <laughs> yeah he he uh he really did and that's you'll see that with a lot of these creators is like if you can capture a generation you know what I mean? If you can capture for two or three years, you can, you know, grind and really captivate an audience. This is where you see a lot of times success, like, you know, and man, was he able to capture people. I he mean, sure he was. was just, he was just, it was just magic. He every made day me, for that long. he made me care about whatever simple he was things. doing. Yes. Yeah, Didn't matter things. what he was doing. Got to go down and, and get a new pair of glasses because he broke the other ones and he wants to paint them up and do the whole thing that he does the Casey nice that way yeah I've watched that video like five times yeah another thing too like he's just he Casey's got such a distinct look I think it was also just being in person and I was like oh my god like you are a like a character you know <laughs> what I mean you couldn't you couldn't make it up easily recognizable yeah, yeah so easily recognizable so easily like so that's part of it too I looked at myself I was like I think I looked too like just uh, granola like you know what I mean <laughs> like I gotta do like and I, that, that's something I took a lot of inspiration from Casey over the years and like when I dyed my hair blonde in my junior year that was like an aspect of that you know it was just like how do I differentiate myself and um, so Casey yeah Casey is just he's unique and amazing for in so many ways for sure well I am so jealous that you got to hang out with him I would uh, I would love to to hang out with that man and just yeah. I don't even want to talk I just want to watch, just watch him, him and listen to him do whatever it is that he does because yeah. you'll learn something I mean the guy's a genius but anyway listen you've got a lot of stuff to do I'm sure and uh, we've been going for over an hour it's fun it's, it is fun it's fun it's good it, YouTube is a thing that's like when you have another YouTuber in the in the room it's like that's you know you we do the same thing and it's it's not <laughs> it's very rare that you you have that guy in the same room as you so. that's right i have nobody fun. that lives near me that most it's people usually, that live around me probably don't even know what youtube is they're farmers so it's usually how it goes when you get to something like this and you get to talking about youtube jason and i 
we'll probably be up till 2 a.m. talking YouTube stuff tonight. So uh, that's what happens when. But uh, but it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you. Uh, you stood around and waited for me for like 45 minutes before oh, yeah. we started. And now here we are uh, an hour into this. So it's th been a thank, blast. Thank you for coming and just always just being like someone who loves Aquashella and supports it. And like, honestly, like you have been there from the beginning and it, for me personally from the beginning and for this event from the beginning. So it's like, I can't thank you enough. Well, and I wouldn't I appreciate do it. you. I just, you know, I want you to know that. I appreciate that. And I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy myself and I didn't think it was <laughs> worthy of my time. So cool, man. It, this show deserves it. So uh, it's been a blast. Thank you so much. I'll put all of your stuff. You don't need me to. But I'll put all your stuff in the description and all of that. And uh, check out George's channel if you want to have some fun, do some traveling around the world, see some beautiful koi. And, oh, yeah, the saltwater stuff, too. <laughs> like Thank and, you, sir. Like and subscribe. There you go.